This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello, everybody. It is a Friday. What a shock. We don't see the uh, sun once again. Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan, Newstalk 830 WCCO. Biggest story of the weekend in town will be the Vikings hosting the Giants, yes, this is the rematch of what happened on Christmas Eve. Another crazy finish this time. Greg Joseph with a Vikings record 61-yard field goal wins it at the buzzer. And to talk about this game and many other matters involving football and life, Robert Smith, Vikings great, who ran for almost uh, 7,000 yards in the league. Robert uh, a regular with me and with Dan Barrera going back to uh, our times at the Fan and Robert's times with the Vikings throughout the 90s. And Robert and I saw each other, uh, not this past summer, but the summer before when Randy Moss was so kind to to put together an event to, to profile his relationship and Robert's relationship and so many athletes' relationship with my father and also to raise the profile for individuals with Dirk 1A, like my son, Quentin. So Robert and I saw each other. I've been meaning to hook up with them, and Robert is kind enough to join us on the John Schuster Coldwell Coldwell Banker Hotline. Hello, how are you, you, my friend? I'm good, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Although I do, I can already hear the people getting mad at me right now. because, (laughs) Because you said it too late. I did. I'm I'm a follower of Larry David. We play Curb Your Enthusiasm. And there was an episode a few years ago where Larry said. I remember that. I think it's January 3rd or January 4th. That's it. You cannot say Happy New Year. I think it might be different if it's somebody you used to see a reasonable amount and you haven't seen in a while. Now, you must be a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, I am definitely a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, I remember that episode, and I saw the one uh, recently. It was uh, it was the thanks for your service, and yes. guy, like everybody thanked him, and then Larry so David, good. you know, didn't say anything, and the guy got mad and like left the party. <laughs> so this is Jeff and Susie's daughter is dating someone who I think was in the military at the time, right? And so it was like just say. Thank you for your service, right? And Larry just says, hey, nice to meet you. You know, and everybody's just aghast. Like, how could you do that? Yeah, I mean, Robert, Curb is my favorite show of all time because it just tackles these absurdities, these uncomfortable moments, and just 
pulls it off brilliantly. You know, it's it, it's so good. Now we used to talk a fair amount of TV. We'll get to the Vikings here at some point. Um, when we were we were doing our deal for a number of years. What other TV shows right now are capturing your attention? What what is out there that you're liking? Oh, uh, I don't I don't really watch a whole lot of TV shows now. I guess. You know, I just uh, I, I'm a couple of years late on Queen's Gambit, so I finished that one. Oh yeah, uh, started Fabulous. the new. I haven't started the new season of Yellowstone, but I started uh, 1883. Uh, I just finished Andor. Um, so, so yeah, those are those were kind of the kind of the main ones, and working on the new season of The Crown too. I'm working my way through The Crown. I'm up to speed on Yellowstone, but I've made this point before. Beth is beginning to wear me out. You know, and I know a lot has happened in Beth's life, but I don't need, I don't know if we need that much drama every single episode, even though she is a uh, compelling character. All right, let's, let's get to, uh, let's get to this part. When it, like, you've been out of the game for a long period of time, even though you're still a part of it in different ways, including calling games for Fox, and you stepped away um, with plenty of things on your plate. But when it comes to the playoffs, does it grab you any more then than it does just during the regular season, whether it's college or the NFL? You mean as a viewer? Or just you thinking back to your playing days? Or is that just completely mm-hmm. cut off? No, 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 no. I definitely think about it. And I, and I think that it's it's interesting, you know, preseason football obviously is different than regular season football and end of season football is different than regular season football and playoff football is a lot different than regular season football. So the level of intensity definitely increases and, you know, you try and keep the routine the same, but there's no question that the intensity level rises and, and the attention to detail and focus needs to increase. Were those weeks of practice when you're in the playoffs completely different regarding the intensity? And then how quickly in a playoff game would you realize, and maybe there were overt differences, maybe there were subtle differences, of how this game is compared to a game maybe a week or two, which was highly competitive but was still just a regular season game? Well, I think, again, what really changes is the focus during the the course of the week. You know, by that time of the year, everybody's pretty banged up. And Denny wasn't really a guy to uh, go in pads a lot. And, of course, now all teams are pretty much like that. They they do get one padded practice a week. And I think they only have, like, 11 during the course of the season. So uh, that that really, um, you know, has, has kind of shifted back to you know, what, what Denny was doing anyway. But you just have to be more prepared, and you have to understand that every minor detail, whether it's, uh, whether it's a you know the the length of a step literally you know you're supposed to step a certain way or uh, hand placement if you're blocking uh, those little things really matter and and you just don't have the luxury of knowing beforehand which one of those minor errors that might lead to you losing a game. This has been such a unique season for the Vikings when you've just had two of the more memorable regular season games potentially in franchise history, the greatest comeback in NFL history against the Colts, the mesmerizing Bills victory on the road, winning there the Jefferson catch against a, 
a fantastic <laughs> Buffalo team. And then then these absolute blowouts, right? Yeah. So as a guy who played it, as a guy who was still involved as an analyst, when I'm trying to figure this out and fans are, is there any logic to this when you, when you're trying to put uh, put it all together? No, there isn't. <laughs> there isn't a yeah, logic to it. I think right. it, I think yeah. it just I think it just happens. I mean, uh, my last game. You know, I hate to bring up bad memories for the fans, but my last game was the forty-one nothing game against the Giants yep. in the playoffs. And you know, I don't know that I've ever gone into a game more convinced that that we were going to win. I mean, the focus was great all week. We thought the plan was great. And then, you know, you get in that environment, you get down early, uh, and, you know, I don't know if if it's psychology that takes over and, you know, like a collective gloom and doom. I'm not sure what it is, um, but, you know, it, it just seems that things can just get out of control, and I think that that's what's happened for this team. Now, you know, if you're going to point to specific areas, obviously defensively, particularly particularly in the secondary, I think there, you know, have been some issues this year. Uh, and then, you know, on that offensive line uh, with the injuries that have occurred, you know, it's uh, it's an area of concern. But uh, I don't really think that there's anything logical about it. You know, this is a team that, uh, you know, can play with anybody, and they've demonstrated that, obviously, you know, playing on the road against that Buffalo team and winning in those circumstances. Right. But it, it also speaks to uh, just how close teams are in talent and just how quickly things can get out of control when you're just not doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing against the very talented team on the other side of the ball. Okay, you brought up 41-0. I, I got to follow up on that. So we had a good relationship. I had a good relationship with Chris Carter and a couple of the players on that team. And I remember on background, you saying pretty much what you just said. It was something like, listen, we got to figure out what's going to happen on Sunday, but – we are very confident for Sunday. You could only imagine how braggadocia Chris was. Okay, Chris, you know, again, it was all a background, but there were so many people who were so convinced. Here you are in the NFC Championship game for the second time in three years, and the Giants were viewed as, you know, a good team, but not a great team. What in the hell happened in that game? I mean, it's, it's, I'm watching it. It was still stunning, and you just laid it up part of it. You're still stunned by how that all played out. Yeah, and I, you know, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, you know, without going back and looking at film and individual plays, which I certainly didn't do after that game, uh, you know, you can't figure that thing out. And, you know, it just doesn't take much. I mean, you don't extend some drives. Your defense is on the field too much. You know, defense out of position, miss miss, uh, uh, a few gaps, miss a few fits. It just doesn't take much. And that's, you know, that's the nature of the league. It's why we're, why we love it and why we uh, feel so frustrated when things don't go our way. You are still Robert Smith is with us, uh, former Viking. Great. We'll keep him here a few more minutes and let him go. I know you still are involved with the NFL pension and disability board. So I want people to know that in, in your background, when you look at how the league uh, handled DeMar Hamlin, this miraculous comeback so far, um, considering he stopped breathing not once but twice, the amazing work which was done as a as as a as a person, as a player who knows the league, how the league reacted. What are what are some of the main thoughts that are still staying with you 
but everything that played out in front of really international TV because it just swept across the globe so fast. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of emotion around events like that. Obviously, as as a uh, former player and being in locker rooms, and you know, I had retired right before uh, Corey passed away in different circumstances, obviously in practice. But you know, there's a, there's a brotherhood that exists, I think, between players. And uh, you know, when something like that happens, you know, forget about the jersey you're wearing. You're just you're just a player, and you understand that. You know, it can happen to any of us um, in in a situation like that. And I think, you know, people want to lash out, and they want to lash out at particular at the NFL. And you know, when it when it regards pensions and disability, it's important for people to know that it's not the big bad NFL against the players. These uh, disability cases and and the pension are determined by a board. And it's what's called a uh, Taft-Hartley fund, and it's jointly administered yep. between the league and the union, and it's equally managed by the two groups. So there are three main trustees on each side. I'm one of the three main trustees for the NFLPA, and we hear these cases. And it's not like the league is saying, hey, no, we want to deny this, we want to deny that. And that's certainly been the accus- accusation that's been leveled. These cases are decided by doctors. These cases are, are decided by f- professionals that both sides vet and that we that we hire to do, to do these examinations. And I, and I know that there are a lot of things about Demar Hamlin. People were talking about the regular pension and 401k and annuity, yeah. all these different benefits that exist for vested players. Investing takes two years and then three years, or excuse me, three games in a third year. Uh, but that's irrelevant in in terms of, uh, thankfully, uh, this hopefully isn't the case. But if a player uh, is injured on the field of play at any point in their career and uh, is deemed to be totally and permanently disabled, they don't need to be vested uh, to get that active football benefit in excess of $250,000 a year. So I think, you know, it's important for people to know that the union is on this, uh, that we have equal representation, uh, and that we're fighting uh, for every single player that's ever played the game. Last thing, and and I looked at your Twitter feed, and you're still paying close attention to some of these amazing shots of what's happening in space and the amount of interest we have in it. Do you think the average person is paying enough attention to what else is out there and when we have these confluences of of shots of the different planets and paying attention to the push that a little bit of the Trump administration, the Biden administration is making on going back to the moon and, and where that might lead us? It was such a part of our life in the 60s. When Robert, when Jack Kennedy, excuse me, made that push, and it did, and for a long time it was, and it slipped back, and we've got Musk and Bezos. Where, where do you think we're headed with that? Well, I think the important thing, in, in most important thing in life, is to have perspective and to understand that you know, despite all of our differences, whether whether that be uh, you know racially or politically, whatever the case may be, you know, who your favorite team is, like we're all people. And we're, we we have one planet. We have one planet that we can live on right now. And hopefully at some point 
uh, you know, that'll change and, you know, technology will advance and um, there there will be other uh, other places where people can live and, uh, you know, there'll be more access uh, to all sorts of resources uh, for people. And I think that's really the important part, you know, whether people understand, uh, you know, the distance to the sun or to the nearest stars, uh, that's not as important except to understand that, it's a great big solar system and universe out there, um, but we're here and we're together. So I think that's really the important part. I'm reminded how much I enjoy our conversations. I thank you for coming on. I wish you only the best, and let's do it again soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Chad. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Smith, that's it. I'm not saying Happy New Year to him at the end. Not happening. It's too late. Uh, A chance to win something again on this show? What is that? I'll tell you moments on CCM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.